So there I was, standing in a ring with 20 huge bulls, all for the sake of a woman. I was chasing a dream. I was trying to impress a lady. At the time, I was living as a ski bum in Aspen, Colorado. I had moved there from upstate New York, and it didn't take long before I fell head over heels for a local Colorado girl. Her name was Anna, and she was dreamy. <laughs> she had it all. And fortunately for me, we worked together, which meant that I had a great excuse to make awkward small talk every day. <laughs> I was a ski patroller, and she worked at the health clinic at the base of the mountain. So that meant that any time someone got hurt on the hill, of course my first priority was getting them down safely. <laughs> but that also meant that I got to bring them to the clinic. And I got to see Anna. And I got to make small talk. And so all winter, I had a crush on this girl. But I didn't really do much about it until the 4th of July, when I finally mustered the courage to ask her out. And I walked right up to her, and I said, hey, Anna, do you want to watch the fireworks with me? <laughs> and she said, yeah. And so there it was. <laughs> I had my first date with the local girl. So 4th of July came and we went out in town and we did watch the fireworks. We went to a few bars. She laughed nervously. <laughs> I spoke far too quickly. But you know, overall it was actually a really good night. And it was about one o'clock in the morning and we were getting ready to head home. And we got on the bus to head outside of town back to where we had parked our cars. And while I was on the bus, I started thinking about what my move should be for the night. <laughs> you know, my move. <laughs> I was thinking maybe a little makeout sesh. <laughs> I mean, it was the 4th of July, and what could be more American than that? <laughs> or maybe I should play it slow and be more of a gentleman. Anyway, we got off the bus at what's called the rodeo lot, which is the site of the Aspen Rodeo. Believe it or not, Aspen does have a full-blown rodeo. And as we were walking to our cars, we heard this awful snorting noise. Anna immediately decided that we needed to investigate. And as we were walking over towards the bulls, I realized what I had to do. I had to be a cowboy. I had to impress this Colorado girl. Now keep in mind, I'm picturing some Aspen-style bulls. You know the sort, clad in pastels, jewelry from Tiffany's, uh, maybe wearing a new pair of Docksiders. When we got to the ring, I realized how wrong I was. These were not Aspen bulls. These were huge, muscled, 
terrifying beasts. <laughs> Nonetheless, Anna quickly hopped up and over both rings of industrial metal fencing. <laughs> and with little choice, I reluctantly followed suit. Now, to my surprise, once we were in the ring, the bulls actually started to walk away from us. We were able to corral them. So picture this. It's Anna and myself and 20 big bulls in a large enclosure. In the back of this enclosure is a narrow passageway that leads to a smaller pen in the back. And again, my cowboy instinct kicked in. I knew what I had to do. So I wrangled all 20 of those bulls out of the big enclosure, down a narrow passageway, and I stuffed them into the smaller enclosure. <laughs> and I stood there at the mouth of this smaller enclosure, and I stared them down, <laughs> eye to eye, toe to hoof. And then I sensed a stir amongst the bulls. <laughs> Unbeknownst to me at the time, cute, innocent Anna had hopped into the back of the pen and spooked the bulls. <laughs> that stir quickly turned into a rumble as the bulls began to charge towards me. <laughs> they stampeded out of the smaller enclosure down a narrow passageway where, where I was standing. And I quickly pasted myself to the inside of the railing as their horns passed within inches of my manhood. The thing that got me into this mess to begin with. <laughs> and as I looked up, I noticed that the remaining bulls were now running two abreast, their horns clanging against the inside of the railing I was clinging to. Somehow, I managed to scurry up and over the fence and plop down safely on the other side as the remaining bulls ran by me. And as I sat there, slouched against the fence, exhausted, completely dumbfounded, not able to make sense of what had just happened, Anna came sauntering over, holding her belly with laughter. She was so torn up, she could barely speak. She politely kissed me on the cheek, said goodnight, and turned and walked to her car. This was not the end of the night I was hoping for. <laughs> Fast forward three and a half years or so. Anna and I are still together. She's not the cold-hearted lunatic many of you may be picturing. <laughs> she's actually a sweet and wonderful girl, and she's here in the audience tonight. So a few weeks ago, I told her that I was thinking about telling a story for Arctic Entries. And she told me something that I hadn't heard until a few weeks ago. She said, that night, I laughed so hard that I actually peed in my pants. <laughs> now, while I may have nearly died that night, at least I didn't pee myself. Thank you. <laughs> 